I'm obsessed with. I'm obs- I've got an obsession. What do you mean you've got you, an obsession? You didn't know my my obsession? No, I didn't. My know obsession is uh, is uh, is with the the aging effects. You don't want to age. I, no, I, I want to age. I'm just gonna make sure. Is that microphone close enough? Can you hear? It? Too loud? Can you hear? You're one of those teachers, I think. By the way, that says, "Is that is that right?" <laughs> Because you know it's not right, and you want them to then say, "No, I know it's not right." Rather than just say, "Why don't you?" No. It's like, "Do you want to put that there?" <laughs> do you, are, you re- are you really happy with what you've given me? Like, <laughs> you want to give that another look? It's like, "No, I'm happy with it." Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I am I one can, of those. I, I am one of those teachers. I, I you, say it, James. I are you it. really happy with what you just given me? You know, it's like, okay, what do you think, sir? Did you read the instructions clearly? Oh yeah, I did. Okay then, because <laughs> you have not read the instructions clearly. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think you'd be hard work as a professor. I am, I, I, I'm not sure whether I can know, attend your class, I, James. I am very much, I'm, I, I mean, so here's an example. I, I am very much follow the instructions. Yes, yes. So do what you want to do, but you better have done what's in the instructions as well. If you haven't done what's in the instructions and you give me something that's really nice, but doesn't follow the instructions... That's not good. Do you shout? No, no, no. I laugh a lot. Oh no, I'm I'm the happy I'm the happy professor who people you know even when I give people bad marks I do it with a smile. But is it a real smile? Oh yeah, it's yeah yeah it's a real smile. Are you? I don't I don't trust <laughs> it's, that, James. It's a real smile. I feel like <laughs> no, but, it's one of those smiles like you can't see that. Obviously, but just, it's a smile. No, everyone can see it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, my, it might smile. be that one. It's like oh yeah, this is horrible. No. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to the obsession. It's that obsession. What am I going to look like when I'm 85? I really want to know, am I going to be one of those grizzled, grizzled old guys? Or so I, I want to, you know, those, those things you can make yourself look old, those apps. Oh yes. Uh, ageify. Ageify. I'm very interested in those ageified, but I really want to see one that does a good job. Not so I'm almost thinking I need to go to a plastic, uh, no, a makeup artist and have them or the plastic surgeons. Cause they can also have nice ageifying technology and get them to ageify me so I can get a sense. Well, at least you have that obsession because my obsession is, will I make it to 85? <laughs> oh, of course you will. You don't know that, James. Unless you get hit by a bus or some tragic disease. You, don't, you don't know. Well, that's it. And, you know, I remember... I guess, I guess you're right. If you think of it that way, you just never know. Well, a professor once said to me in university, he didn't say it directly to me, it was to the whole class, but yeah. he said, if you think about how easy it is to break a chair, try and yeah. break it in as many ways yeah. as you yeah. want it. There's loads of ways to break a chair, but there's only one way to assemble the chair. Yeah, and yeah, it just shows yeah. how things can go wrong a lot more easily than they actually yeah. go right. Yeah, I guess I guess we're, we're trained not to think about all the possible things that could go wrong in our lives, right? Like that, those 777 ERs that <gasps> they've now taken out. And unfortunately, those are kind of old aircraft, so, but with that Pratt and Whitney engine in it and it you know the engine blew which is you know talk to any pilot that's I mean take off and landing that's where that kind of stuff happens here this thing takes off and then it drops the stuff on a residential and I'm thinking that's the the random event that you're walking imagine if you were the postman in the front of that house dropping off a parcel or a or an Amazon delivery when that engine cowling fell on the front of that guy's house on his front step like you saw I was like the person would have been goner. Well, you know, I've got two comments to make to that. One, my boys are obsessed with aeroplanes yeah. aer- or anything that moves. <laughs> and I I sent them, I sent one, they've, they've got these aeroplane t-shirts and one of them had seven, 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 seven on. Oh. And I sent them to school and I thought, maybe that's not appropriate <laughs> today. 
And the second is I have a reoccurring dream or nightmare that an aeroplane drops out the sky and lands on me. Oh. And as I try and escape, it comes towards me. I think that's like weird. that's been someone's real yeah. life last yeah, yeah. yesterday. That's yeah. so back to back to my obsession. So I'm always <laughs> there's more to this obsession. Oh, I'm always so if I'm out in the sun, first of all, I typically always wear a sun top, a hat, whatever. But I also lather up on all of the skin protection, especially on my face, you know, around the eyes, nose, and all that. And and I think I actually have to go to the dermatologist because I have this red mark on my forehead. You kind of see it, it looks like a pimple. I have it? a look, yeah. Yeah, you can see it, right? And I you can see it just there? about yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it's only small it's only small but i think that's sun related because it, it never goes away there's um there's a lot of things that are sun related with skin yeah. and it's the most aging it's yeah. that and smoking are the most right. aging things so i constantly lather up on this this stuff just to keep my face covered because i'm obsessed with not having all those you, you know you kind of see who was that guy who was that actor who was always out in the sun can't remember his name Anyway, old guy. He's an old guy now. Anyway, anyway, it'll come to me eventually. But, you know, the, just the, the grizzled, wrinkled face from being out in the sun all the time. And I don't want to be that guy. Right. So when you said before <laughs> you're obsessed with what you're going to look like at 85, what you're really obsessed with is, will I look good at 85? Well, that's it. Or yeah, will yeah, I yeah. look 85? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I want to look good. I don't want to be the 85-year-old who looks like they're 85. I want to be the 85-year-old who looks like 55. But James, I think... <laughs> I think the problem with the society today, and I, I, you know, I'm into anti-aging medicine. I'm into doing things that will try and make you, you know, feel younger yeah. as well as looking a bit younger. But is that people hold on so desperately to their youth and they don't accept a little bit of aging? I accept it just a little bit. I'm, I'm, I constantly live with uh, Brian Adams, eighteen till I die, playing in my head. <laughs> But that's that's an. Oops, sorry, I keep hitting this microphone. That's an internal thing, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah. how young you feel. Like so, me and my brother, an, an example of how this. old's your brother? My brother is thirty-seven. Oh, okay. And I don't know how much of a lisp I've got with my Invisalign. By the no, way, no, is, it, is, it, is it bad? No, I put a new one in today. Is, so, is, is uh, Eve doing okay there? Like uh, yeah. she's she's fine. She's just having a little wiggle. I, I like that you've got the matching nail polish with the baby oh, it's blanket. Only, only on two yeah. fingers, James. It's falling off on the others. <laughs> not so easy to get to the salon at the moment <laughs> so you just do one finger at a time and hope is that no 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 I, it's jealous 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 but i am um, jealous so <laughs> this is totally gone off the topic of medicine now right it's where they they paint on like a nail polish type thing yeah. then they put it under a uv light yeah, yeah. and it solidifies it stays yeah. on for about two weeks oh but you have to go to the salon to get it done or they'll come to the house. And uh, last time they came to the house, Neve projectile vomited all over me <gasps> and the nail artist. So it's put me off all doing right. it again. Keep talking. Um, so uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so now I've only got it on a few nails and it needs to be done. But what I was saying was there's a, quite a few big CEOs or guys like big entrepreneurs that really believe in keeping your inner youth. Yeah. And me and my brother are obsessed with this program okay. called Impractical Jokers. Impractical Jokers. It's an American okay. show. It's four guys, they're high school friends, and they play practical jokes on each other and dare each other to do silly things. Uh, I find it the funniest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I played it to my husband. He thought it was stupid. My dad <laughs> texts me saying, what the hell have you got me watching? But me and my brother, literally, like, we can't even talk about it without crying with laughter. And I think it's important to keep that in a youth. Uh, yeah. Whereas James, my, my James just thinks I've got a really juvenile sense of humor. Okay. Well, I mean, I work, I mean, I, I work in an environment, I, I like to live Groundhog Day. So if you've never seen that movie with, with uh, Bill Murray, go and see the movie. He keeps waking up the same day on Groundhog Day when... 
and and stuff. And he keeps living the day over and over. Yes. So I live Groundhog Day because, or Groundhog Year, because every year I teach basically the same courses to the same age group of women, 18 to 25. Yes. So I live around 18 to 25 year olds. So I'm kind of, you know. So you are an 18 mentally. To, mentally, I'm in an 18 to 25 year old thing. Although I was teaching them yesterday, we were talking about the recording industry and how things have changed. It's, it's really phen- phenomenal actually when you think about it. And I was actually using a Wall Street Journal video. Do you know why I chose that video? It just kind of, it was kind of cool. And I, I think it, a lot of edits, it was kind of neat. And there's this particular scene. So I stopped the video a lot because I'm filling in all of the stuff that they really need to know, which of course they're not taking notes, but you know, message to the students, you should be taking notes. And I keep reminding them, are you taking notes on this? Like, are you taking notes on the things that I am pointing out that I keep repeating and coming back and linking it together? Like, are you taking notes? And, and if you, if I'm going too fast, tell me to slow down and I'll repeat it because this is the important stuff. Anyway, I stop it at this picture and it was almost near the end of where we need to be anyway. So it's talking about the cassette tape coming in and how that disrupted the vinyl industry. And so yes. then we're talking a little bit about that and, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of giving them some, some ideas to, to think about, but I stop it because the big game changer with cassettes amongst the other fact that it, you know, the, that they're, you're using this magnetic tape that RCA invented and, and then, you know, goes all around the world is that the big game changer was when they put cassette tape players in cars. Because that became, uh, you know, we spend a whole bunch of time in cars, and, and and so that's that's a big game changer in distribution. But they show a picture of the cassette tape player in cars, and this all comes around to how my students and I are really in different, different generations. Is they're putting a tape into the dash of this car? Now this is an old, old photo. You know, it's so it, we're looking probably it's about the 1950s early 60s when this image of this car because it's talking about that's when this big game changer and when the automotive industry put cassette tape players in cars that changed the market quite dramatically but they're not putting a cassette tape into the, the dash they're putting an eight track tape into the dash so what's an eight track you, tape? that's those big square ones and it's so all i'll bring one in i have some at home actually so it's like a big version of a cassette so it is like a li- it's it's if, if we take our two of our phones yeah and put them about side by side and then put a phone on top it's that big. <gasps> That's huge. So they're big. They're 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 big square. And and literally it had a, a tape that ran in a loop inside of it. And so it would roll up and then it would, you know, unroll and and play. But it had eight tracks on it. And so you could you could literally change the track you were listening to on this tape but they were really big and they were cumbersome and they were not very good for port i mean they're great for portability the sound wasn't kind of good and if it broke you had some some issues so it was this big tape and but you would have older cars that had eight track players in so you'd have to push it in to play kind of like a toaster i was gonna say you'd have this huge yeah. hole in oh your yeah yeah board, huge you? yeah yeah it was huge and Did you do you experience this, James? Yeah, we had an eight track player at home. My God, I forget yeah. how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because you look so young. <laughs> that's it. You see? You see? <laughs> yeah, no, we had Still an eight track player. There we go. That's that's good. Actually, I, went, who, I was somewhere the other day and, and someone said, uh, How old are you? And I'm going, How old do you think I am? Oh, Jay. That's, <laughs> I yeah, everyone's always going to knock off 10 years anyway. I know. So that's what they said. They said, I think you're about 45. And I said, Okay, you're probably about right. 
<laughs> Did you just leave it like that? Well, because I figured they're they're taking ten years off, so they're saying you know I probably look like I'm about fifty five. So they no, said you're forty five. So I said you're you're all obviously adding or taking off ten years because you want to be polite. I said you're you're right on. Do you know the, the only person I know that is totally obsessed with aging out of men, and I know lots of men are, but my dad is the most obsessed. And when um, I get that. yeah, when and him and my mum broke up, he put himself. How many years ago was that? Oh gosh, 2000. Oh, so it's recent. 10. Oh, it's recent. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It was when I, whilst I was an adult. Oh, okay. Um, and I definitely was a victim of um, ch- adult adult children. Oh, hang on. There's a word for it and I can't remember. But it's basically about being an adult child of divorce. Ah. Um, and how when your parents break up when you're later in yeah. life, it's, in some ways it's actually worse. And oh, people really? think that... Uh, it, I would have thought it would be then it would be kind of easy, right? Because it's, yeah, it isn't. It isn't, James, because there are some things that you accept more readily, but then there's mm. it makes you go back and reflect on your oh, youth and your right. your childhood, and you think what was real, what wasn't, uh, and okay, gotcha. um, and people assume that it doesn't really affect you when when actually it does. And now, now it doesn't bother me at all. But at the time, it really did. But my dad put myself on plenty of fish. Have you heard of plenty of fish? No. Might be a UK based app. It's like Tinder. Okay. We know it. Oh, fish in the sea, gotcha. We know it as, as Poff. Um, and he put himself as box fit and he knocked off 10 years off his age. Yeah. And I was like, Dad, you can't, you can't do that. But everyone's always said he looks very young. And when I'm out with my dad, everyone yeah. thinks he's my, my husband, which is traumatizing. Yeah. Um, Just the thought. It's, it's absolutely horrible. But yeah, um, he, I think he looks great for his age but because yeah. he's been told so regularly looks good for his age it's become this real obsession right he starts shaving his chest at one point shaving his back <laughs> shaving other areas i'm sure and oh he's got a bsc all right uh, yeah you, back second. yeah that's the one <laughs> um I, I think so yeah and, and i was just like oh i don't need to know dad i saw someone the other day who i who i knew and i wasn't sure if it was a person i knew like i actually had to they you know for, they had a mask on but I saw them stand there and then we, we were at a pool and you never, you know, when you don't see people in their swimwear and didn't have a shirt on or anything. And I wasn't actually sure if it was the person I thought it was. And I, I was remarking as I was talking, to them, I was like, they have zero body hair. And I'm just looking going, how is that possible to have zero body hair? Alopecia. I was just kind of going, that was really weird. Like a nectarine, dude. It's like yeah, but he, might have had a me- he might have had a medical condition. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to investigate more, but I didn't want to ask him, where's all your body hair? <laughs> I'm thinking he's had, a, I think he's had a wax. Oh, really? Well, some, some guys are into this sort of thing. And, yeah. and this is it. Like the problem is when you get so extreme with obsessions like that, you can end up, you know, if you're going to talk about aesthetics looking worse, yeah. because you get, especially celebrities, they end up going so far with it yeah. that they can't accept that one wrinkle. Yeah. I mean, just when I sat down, you told me I... I one side's got more yeah, wrinkles. Thanks. Could be the lighting, actually. It's not the lighting. It's that I've got already asymmetric. Something, James, I'm very self-conscious of. Thank oh, you very that's much. That's nice. I've, I've, I've just nailed you with that, too, right? It's like... Yeah, and, yeah. and but the thing is, if you get so obsessed with it, then you start thinking, oh, God, I best try and do something about it. And then it can end up looking worse. And you have got to accept, I Ma- think, some level works. of aging. Makeup works. Works to, a, to an extent. But Botox? I think ultimately, yeah, a bit of Botox. I mean, a little I bit of filler if you want. I don't use either of those things, but I'm, I, maybe as I get older, I'm going to start. Problem is, it's, it's it's expensive. So there you go. I'll never do it then. But, yeah, but it is. And it's why, you know, we look at celebrities and we think, yeah. God, they look amazing. Yeah, yeah they do, they but they've, they've got the money to put behind yeah. the treatments. And and it's not always the case, but often you do pay for what you get. Yeah. And if you get cheap products, right. 
delivered by somebody those. that's not had much training, then it's not going to be as yeah. good as someone with years and years and years of training with really high quality products. Yeah. Should we start this show? Yeah. Okay. Did you not press <laughs> We've just been talking. Yeah, we've been talking. <laughs> here we go. It's Potaholics time. It's Doc Talk. Dr. Jenna Burns here. We're in the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai. And we've got, uh, we've got a special guest joining us as well. She's quiet. It's really fun. Yeah, but we've been talking for ages, James. I thought you were recording it. Uh, no, now I'm starting the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking. Right, okay. I don't know how long she'll say for. That's good. No, it's kind of good. No, so so the, there's there's actually two shows we do, right? And do well, there there really is because the, the show appears in two places, and there's one place that appears called Podholics, and that's what you're listening to right now. Nice intro, right? So there we go. And we, you know, we kind of talk about what we're doing and where we're going. And, and we you know, welcome back to you as the mother now of three to the show. Uh, and, you, and you've brought one of your children with you, which is great. And we're going to talk about all sorts of cool things. Then there's another version of the show that appears on James Cast, which is another channel. And that version of the show has some prelude conversation into it. I call it the B roll. So all of our conversation. Yeah. So some of the conversation that we've just been having will be there. And so depending on which version of the show you listen to, you get different content. Oh my gosh. And you've just been referencing prior to starting this <laughs> cassette tapes. Remember yeah, yeah, yeah. there was the B-side. Yeah. The B-side, yeah. And sometimes some of the best tunes are on the yeah, B-side. Yeah, so some so some folks often say, you know, I listen to both versions and I, I kind of like the intro stuff on the other one. So Yeah, well, that's a more natural sort yeah. of chit-chat about yeah. life and life whatever. And and, 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 and and truth be told, I do go in and edit that. So I do listen to make sure that, you know, some things you just don't want to put up there. I think that's sensible, I, and, James. And I did do a show with Colin a couple of weeks ago where the entire intro is not there. And <laughs> it was like, you know, yeah, I can't put any of that up. I, I bet Andrew's, um, the the tech talk, I bet he has to have a lot taken out. No, actually, he is so restrained because he's got a mouth like a trucker. Exactly. And he doesn't drop, in, drop any F-bombs when you put a microphone in front of him. So it's... Really? It is bizarre because otherwise he's like the, the master of the F-bomb. And no, none. So it's really weird. And yeah, I would have put my money on Andrew being the most inappropriate out of everybody. And Glenn the most appropriate. Oh, Glenn is just, you know, smooth. He's just so lovely. You know, his children go to the same nursery. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah. He says he bumps into you quite, quite a bit. Yeah, he sees me in the morning when, for some reason, whenever you get to the nursery in the morning, nice and early... The mums look amazing and they've done their hair, their makeup, they look fantastic. I, I swear to goodness, this mask is doing me so many favours because I turn up, I've got my sunglasses on, I'm hiding behind my mask. There's only two little patches of my cheeks that can be seen so they can't see too much. I feel a wreck, my hair's wet and I think, how how are these mums doing it? Why? Yeah, what, what am I doing wrong? They're doing hours of prep because they know they're going to go out and they want to make sure that when everyone's talking about them, they're going, wow, she looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's well, they're doing a good job, <laughs> and I am saying it. I'm saying that they look amazing, and I'm feeling terrible about I gotta myself. I got to tell you, you, you do look good. So uh, you know, in your, but you, James, that's very kind. But you know, uh, I, I can tell when you lie. No, but uh, you know, it's like we all look like we look, and given everything, you look great. But you know, isn't I mean, that a backhanded had... compliment? You know, I get that quite a lot. You know, it's <laughs> well, no, you look. You're, hang you're, on, you're, no, you're, no, you're allowed to have some wrinkles by your face. <laughs> You're, you're allowed to have some fingernails. It doesn't have to be perfect. And but, no, you but look you, amazing. You want every woman and every man, generally, you want to look perfect. But it's impossible. You, I know it's impossible, and that's what I've just been saying about yeah. we've got to accept like a bit of aging and things we were talking about in our, our B-side. Um, but still, people will say either... 
you know, you don't, you look good for your age or you look <laughs> oh, good. I hate that one. You look good considering <laughs> you've just had a baby. And yeah. it's like, hang on, why does there need to be this little Why are you saying, qualifying it? Yeah, exactly. But, but maybe it's they're, they're shocked at how good you look given that you've just had. Don't think this, so, James. You don't think so? No, I think they're actually just saying, oh, you don't look bad <laughs> considering you were in labor like a few weeks ago or considering you were pregnant. Yeah, but maybe they're thinking when they remember when they had their children and then they looked in the mirror and they looked like a hag and you don't look like a hag. What you want is someone that just literally goes, God, and it's not going to happen because that's not how I look or how I feel. But what you really want is someone to go, my God, you look amazing. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, that's it. I think I think we all need to 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 realize we don't have to qualify anything. We can just say you look awesome. But people, but that's not how that. I, that's not how I look for a kickoff. And it's as I say, it's certainly how I feel. I'm thinking, no you know what? No, I, I, I'm thinking I should take a photo and I fire it up on the old no. Insta and say, you know, say, do you? Don't you dare! Don't I already got dare. the photo, so there shouldn't be a problem. And it's <laughs> a terrible, terrible photograph, James. I no. look good. <laughs> When people say this is such a great photo, it's normally because they do look good and it's got nothing to do with how you look. It's just about how they look. So there's some irony here. We got the video going. We're going to talk diets and we've got this. How? What is that? An extra large, super sized burger? I'm trying to give it up. What is in the Burger King thing? Is that Pepsi? It's Diet Pepsi. Diet so, Pepsi? <laughs> well, is, that, is that a super big like size? Is that the extra size? Super size? Meat? Let's just say in the UK... <laughs> The large size is about half the size yeah. of this. Now, the reason that that Coke is sat there, James, is because one- Hold on, hold on. It's Diet Pepsi. It's Diet or Pepsi. No, no, it's Coke. It's Coke. No, it's Diet, no, it's Diet Pepsi. Be, doesn't it say Coke? Oh, no, it's Diet Coke. Yeah, it's right. Diet Coke. There's Coca-Cola In the there. UK, Burger King, I think, is Pepsi, or maybe it's KFC. I don't know. I d- right, well, obviously, I, I've got an addiction. So, now, so, so truly, in the, in the world of where we find this is on YouTube, with the video. So, but people are listening. They're listening on either the Jamescast or Potaholics. That's the ice. And then the visual is up on YouTube. And we've just done Burger King's now the screaming at us for getting it wrong that they use Coke. But we've also given fair representation to the competition. Thank you for including that. <laughs> do you, do you um, prefer Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke? What's uh, your preference? Diet Pepsi all the way. Oh, Diet Pepsi. But, right. I can't be seen to be promoting this, James, because I don't... <laughs> the, the, the truth of the matter is... But right, it is a giant drink. But the truth of the matter is that I'm actually trying to give it up. So, believe, so, it, or, believe it or not... So, you, you got the largest... I used to have two. So you used to have two. I used to have two of those a day. And I um, maybe would also have an extra can. So, I'm having one... A day, one Diet Coke a day, whether that's a can or one of these, this might be <laughs> But it was cheating. filled with ice, so you did shake the ice. They did fill Again, it. Again, should we just, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of ice that's in there. That's clearly, that's like an ice machine. In and there. A, I'm only having one a day, and that qualifies as one. <laughs> one? And it what, also... What is that, 20 ounces in there? There's 16 at least, 18 there's ounces. a fair amount. <laughs> 32 ounces. Anyway, this is my reduction, uh-huh. scaling down. Uh-huh. Also, um, you know, we're going to talk about diets today. But you do have the water, the Arwa, my favorite water right beside you. Oh, I mean, it's good water, but there's nothing like a bit of Evian. I, I'm not into Evian. <gasps> you no. must be the only person that doesn't no. see Evian as the premium, premium I, brand I don't like of the water. Taste. I don't like the taste. Oh, I love it. Really? There's another one that's really nice. It's got like a little... Um, Picture on the background of like flowers. Fuji one, yes, Fuji. Nice water. Fuji water, I like. Evian, I don't know. I mean, I like France, but something about that water. Oh, it's. I think it's lovely. But yeah, I mean, I I drink so much, and I'm also like producing milk, etc. So I need to keep drinking loads of water. How does how does the the diet Coke, diet Pepsi help with the milk production? It's not. It doesn't affect the milk production. It affects the quality of the milk. Tastes more cokey or Pepsi. No, so. it's, it's, ca- 
caffeine. It's it's terrible. It, caffeine, uh, aspartamine. Um, it's it, you like know, all the yeah. Sugar and um, sweetness. And but the problem is, we're talking today about diets, yeah. and so I'm doing intermittent fasting, rightly or wrongly. I'm not the biggest promoter of extreme diets, but it's a bit of a kickstarter. Yeah. So I do it for a finite period of time. But you know, one of the things that helps with hunger pangs in the morning is things like the bubbly diet coke and mm. it's the problem with diets is that you then start to opt for things that are not as good for you yeah. so whereas i had gone a little while with not drinking you were, drinking, any diet you were drinking soda water i saw you, you had yeah no I'd, 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 I'd totally gone yeah. off the diet coke but then this is the problem is that when you go to something that's quite extreme and as i say not something that i promote but something i'm doing for just a short period of time you end up opting for replacements or things oh. that aren't as healthy to try and like sort of keep you going and it's why it's not a sustainable sort of diet um that's and that's a big word with dieting isn't it i mean you you've, you've been you've been through dieting in many things are you on a are you on a like you said you're doing you're doing intermittent fasting so are you on a diet now trying to get your pre-pregnancy body back well i'd like to i'd like to improve it from the pre-pregnancy one day to be <laughs> honest, improve but, on the pre-pregnancy but okay, well, hold I'd, on I'd, I'd accept it for now i think i'm on record saying that you look like a model on one of our podcasts. James, that was years ago. No, that was only a year ago. That was with you in The Marvelous Medic. No, it, no, was, no, didn't no, we do no. A, Didn't we do one with The Marvelous Medic? No, it wasn't The Marvelous Medic. It was my friend Zainab. Oh, Zainab. And what your words actually were, James, I is... did. I do remember saying to Zainab, are you in your pajamas? At which point she got a, a blanket. I haven't posted that one yet. She I, was, guess, yeah, so I she do she have kill, to post that one she up. She would though. kill you and me um, <laughs> if you post that one because she was in her pajamas. I <laughs> yeah. told her we weren't filming it. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll put it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So Our YouTube ratings will go through the roof. Staying up in a gym jams. Um, what I, what you actually said, if we're honest with ourselves, is sometimes I see Jenna and she looks great, and sometimes well, I see I her and she looks, and then there was a pause. Normal. Because what you wanted to say is terrible, and you stopped yourself and said normal, and I was like, "Thanks, thanks a lot." Maybe Jay. I was just thanks. thinking for the proper word because no. often you come in looking like a fashion model, and. You know, everyone doesn't always look like a fashion model. They no, just kind of look. Stop lying, <laughs> lies, lies, lies. The, the truth is, is that women vary an awful lot. But when they I think got women the have way dinner, more, way more demands on appearance than guys do. And as I said before, like, look, it's I expensive. In, I haven't shaved in days and no one gives me any grief. No, and it's, I have um, a dentist, the orthodontist I go to, Dr. Nizar. I adore that man. Absolutely wonderful guy. But my God, he's Lebanese and he believes very fiercely that women should, you know, have their heels on, have their nails done all the time. And yeah. and before I had children, that was something that was totally easy to do. It wasn't a big thing. Now it's an awful lot harder sometimes. I can, How do you I chase could, the two boys if you got four inch heels on? Like that ain't happening. Exactly. <laughs> so as soon I'm going out for the first time tomorrow night, I'm like, for the first time in ages, yeah. I'm going out for dinner and I'm so excited about wearing a dress and heels oh, and yeah, yeah. like getting you know getting made up yeah, yeah. click some extensions in my hair really? um, but yeah I can't wait I can't wait to do they weave them in or do you just put them in yourself I used to have them weaved in now I just I just click them in because I can't really? again I can't it keep looks up with natural? the maintenance how does, how does that work but this like, is my hair now wait, you don't see the ex- you don't see the extensions when you put them in they no no so a really? bit of a shout wow. out there's a great company now in Dubai called Lox, L-O-X-X, and they do great clipping hair extensions for people like me that just haven't got the time to maintain them anymore. Or, and, and also could, I, could I get that too if I had my hair a little bit longer? Could I get some extensions? You could. I would. You get like a little mullet going down. I could look like Bono, you know, like, 1989. Have you seen Neve's mullet? I know, that's great she's hair. Got, she's got full-on mullet at the moment. Know, that's a lot of hair too. Who's Jack Nicholson as well? He's not got the hair on top, just at oh, the sides. Right, yeah. That's quite a common thing with babies. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting my hair extensions mm. in, feeling more like a woman. And sometimes That's I... It's a Shania song. <laughs> I feel like a woman. Yeah, what is it? Man, I feel feel like like a woman. woman. Going out tonight. I'm feeling kind of nice. I want to let it all hang. Ah, I saw that concert. (laughs) My my son, who's the the, uh, music uh, engineer, took him to a Shania concert. And he sat through the entire concert while I danced through the entire concert at the Saddle Dome in Calgary. Shania Twain with her whole uh, Vegas show brought the whole thing there. It was awesome. And and when we're we're going in, a, a young woman at the, the 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 gate to the Calgary Stampede because it was during the Stampede. Says, you know, where are you guys going? We're going to go see Shania. <gasps> I'd love to go see Shania. Like it, we're talking, it was all fandom, right? And uh, he sat there with his headphones on. He says he was listening to something else because, but he looks over me and I'm like singing every song, dancing in Shania? a bright yellow shirt. It was awesome. Well, that doesn't surprise me on the bright yellow shirt. <laughs> but Shania Twain's great because she sort of straddles uh, pop with some country. Yeah, yeah. She was sort of like the first one out there doing. I mean, one of the one of the few who, who crossed early on, and, and you know, that was, and now you know we're talking diets and we're talking aging because aging she and diets kind of. Yeah, she's you know, but she's she's my age, right? She, she kind of you kind of look at I kind of look and go, yeah, fifty five year old. Look at Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer yeah. Lopez. Yeah. And again, this is the thing, you know, we've talked about it so often and it's a huge thing at the moment in the media, which is stupid because it's in the media <laughs> yeah. that poor children are and, and and other people as well, sort of my generation and older, are comparing themselves constantly to social media. Yeah. It's, you know, reporting well, the media we, about we social it, media. We did it ourselves when we were taking some pictures and you, you can put that beauty function on and Excellent. it skinnies it your face. I always turn it off because it does crazy things. But... We're looking at social media. You don't know what kind of what kind of filters are on there. You don't know what they've done to it. Does a you know? There's a, there's a wonderful lady, Zoe Happy Fit, on Instagram, and she does exercises, and I think she's an exercise influencer. Lives between here and France. Has the weirdest tiny little dog I've ever seen in my life. But Zoe. Side ha- note. <laughs> yeah, side note. And I think either she works with or owns the Peach Lab, a fitness studio. Maybe it's in JLT. Is it, is it, oh, it's yeah, in it's in, I think it's in JLT. Anyway, look her up online. Zoe Happy Fit. Every now and then she puts up some pictures because, you know, she's she'll pose and she's doing her exercises. But she'll often put up some pictures also when she's just saying, you know, I just had a bad week. And, you know, and, and, and people say, well, you look great. She has angles. And so she'll actually take some more pictures where she's, you know, doing a profile picture and she's saying, okay, this is what the profile picture looked like with the lighting that I had on and with me standing in a certain way and, and this. Here's the picture if you just take it of me standing normal. And, you know, and she's saying, I think that one that I saw, she was talking a little bit because someone said, oh, and you got no, like no cellulite or anything. And she's going, oh, no, I have lots of cellulite. You just don't see it from the angle. And she's saying, you know, just do your thing, be happy. Work out if you, that's your thing. Eat well, you know, and and do it sustainable. But don't f- believe everything you see on the Instagram. But it's not even just on the gram or Facebook or whatever. It's even when you're watching oh, television. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, because they have wonderful lighting. They've got makeup yeah. artists touching them up all the time. Yeah. And some of these people are naturally absolutely gorgeous. And it's often why they're selected to, yeah. to be in the public eye. But at the same time, you know, we talked about cosmetic treatments 
it's so there's so much I would love to get done. I know an awful lot about skincare because of what sure. um, like my training, etc. But I can't afford the stuff now. Like I used to be able to. And we didn't have children right. to to keep my skin as nice or as young as it was then. Um, and I know what I need to do, but it's just it's the yeah. expense and yeah. and time. And time as well. Big yeah. Honestly, sometimes I go out in the morning and I could cry because I feel such a wreck, but yet my children are beautifully presented. <laughs> um, not, not sometimes the hair could do with a bit more brushing, but you know that they're, they're, they're ready. They've got yeah. themselves ready, but the last person to get ready yeah. is you. And so sometimes you just don't have time. Yeah. So it's stick your hair up in a, like a bone or a pony yeah. um, and just literally feel like you want to cry inside. And there's very little you can do about that yeah. until they're... Yeah. Until they're older and they can do it themselves. Diets, though, back to the diets. These, back these the are, diet. these are. This is a real challenge. And I remember with, when we had our kids, dieting was, you know, a getting my kids to eat well, which we fought for years until they finally clued in on their own. Because you know, what do you do, right? And you, you know, we presented the best food we could for them, and we tried to instill the healthy eating habits. But it's hard to police them eating outside of the home and you know, stopping off at a McDonald's or whatever, when you don't have control over that and getting them to think about, and, and it's only when they're in their you know early twenties now that they've kind of clued in on these things, portion control, vegetables, right amount of proteins, variety in their diets. It, they, they kind of have, have taken, they've, they've all of the training that we tried to give them as parents and really thought we'd failed at one point, they have embraced. And I kind of went, wow, it actually paid off. And they'll send pictures of their, their food dishes. Do they? That's yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah, they'll say, oh, yeah. That, you know, one, one say, I, I did up this great steak. And you'll send a picture of the steak. And then beside it is, so half the, you know, half the plate is, is a steak. It's probably about a 250 grammer. The other side is a mound of steamed cauliflower or a steamed broccoli or something that he's, you know, just done. But it's, you know, there's not a whole bunch of carbohydrates on that plate. It's it's a big piece of protein and a big piece of, or a big thing of vegetables. And it's kind of like, okay, that works. And then the other one is sending pictures of the variety that he's eating. So suddenly you see that, again, he the, the older one is, is cut down on the portion sizes dramatically. And you kind of go, okay, that's, wow, finally it's all kicked in. And they, and they realize how important these early lessons are in eating and and you you know it's 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 tough though it, it certainly is and there's a lot of pressure on parents as well to make sure that they do teach their children about how to eat what to eat when yeah. to eat um and ultimately we've talked about it so many times james i mean you mentioned it before about sustainability <sighs> it's about teaching children about what do fruits and vegetables look yeah. like? Yeah. What? How can you cook them? How can you make them tasty? Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that, that they're so important to eat, why they make you big and strong. We have a little thing in our house where we check the boys' muscles every okay. time they eat broccoli. Right. It's like, you see, boys, they've got a bit bigger because you've eaten, <laughs> you've eaten your broccoli. Um, and they love that. And it's like, look, mummy, I've been eating my broccoli or... I need to eat my broccoli to be able to reach the sky to get yeah, to get yeah, taller, yeah. and and so we've made it like an exciting thing of oh great we're going to eat some, some and they're going to take that with them in the future you know that won't be oh yeah I eat broccoli to me, to get my muscles but it's it's important to eat broccoli and and they might not even remember so. why I'm I am certain I am certain I think it, I think it really does get into the back of their heads from an early age and it it all comes back at. And, and really, when we talk about any form of dieting or weight management, there is no substitution, absolutely not, for anything other than just healthy eating with a bit of moderation yeah. and a few yeah. sweet treats here and there in order to keep it something that is sustainable and enjoyable. If you're like myself, wanting to lose weight like a little bit quickly, 
the, that's me. I'm always there. We, uh, well, but the, the problem is, James, is that you can say, right, I'm going to do ketogenic diet, so reduce yeah. carbohydrates. You, I'm going to do, like I'm doing at the moment, intermittent fasting, and I'm only doing a very moderate version of that, which is where you finish eating, say, at 8 o'clock at night, and then you start again at midday. Okay, that's so, nice. Yeah, so, again... But you can start to get very extreme with these things. Mm. So you can think, oh, I ate later because I went out for dinner. So tomorrow I won't eat until six o'clock at night. Or actually, I might just start doing a 24-hour fast because there's lots on the media about yeah. now you've got used to fasting for 18 hours right. a day or 16 hours, whatever it is you're doing. Why not fast for 24 hours? Aren't they just fads though? Aren't those? Aren't we just talking fads? Well, they are, and I think they're fine to be used for a finite period of time. Right. So I personally, if I'm going to use them, I'll use them for a few weeks, and then I'll have an end date to it, okay. where you go back to ultimately what is something that's sustainable. And if and you, that, drop, I mean, that sustainability involves portion size yeah. and balance. And I think you know, exactly. I, I remember my my one son lost he lost a, an enormous amount of weight, and people say, "What'd you do?" And he says, "Nothing." He said, well, how'd you lose weight? So I, he kicked in a little bit more cardio exercise and he cut his portion size. Yes. He didn't eat the, you know, so he would go and get a hamburger, get a Burger King, he'd grab a Whopper and, and he might eat three quarters of it or half of it. And they'd say, oh, do you want to get fries? No, I don't want the fries. But it's cheaper if you get the meal than just, the, yeah, I just want the burger. And he would eat half of it. No fries. And, and every meal, you know, you'd sit down and you'd get that, you know, you go to a restaurant and, and they'd, they'd plunk that big thing of fish and chips on. So he'd eat half and that was it. He's, and that's all he did. He just portion control and lost a ton of weight and he's managed to keep it off. And that was the sustainability side. So what ended up happening is his understanding of, yeah, you, you know, you got to wind back the portions a little bit. And then when we were all locked down for a while, he comes and he says, dad, I'm starting to get a little fat. And I go, yeah, what's the deal? And he goes, yeah, I think it's too much, uh, too much imbibing. And, you know, cut out that. And I, I actually said that to my wife the other day. I said, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm getting a little. She goes, well, why don't you just stop eating sugars? Like, I, I see you having a little chocolate bar here. And this, I said, just, just cut out the sugars. And I'm, I'm like the worst person to have in the house for a diet. Because if I just cut out sugars, it, it just drops away. Oh, really? You're very, but that people, um, some people are very carb sensitive generally. Yeah, that, uh, that, that's me too. I'm very carb sensitive. But so. the thing is, is that again, ketogenic diets are very good short term. So they, mm. they definitely work. They will. So what's the ketogenic? Give us the, give us the, the ketogenic is just when you try and keep your carbohydrates as, as low as possible. And in its true extreme sense. It's like that the Atkins, means right? Those kind of. Effectively. And in the extreme sense, you wouldn't even have carbohydrate-laden vegetables. So really? you would really just eat a lot of fats and proteins. So you're talking lots of meats, lots of eggs, and um, and then you'd have uh, lots of fats like so avocados or lots of butter. Yeah, People even good. put butter in their coffee. Oh, sometimes. that's right. The keto. What do they call that? The bullet coffee. You have not. I don't know the uh, the <laughs> name, the street the name. Bullet. I think it's called the bullet. <laughs> well, effectively, it's the, the idea is is that fat increases the sense of feeling full and satisfied uh. from your food. So if you have a load of butter in your coffee, you won't be craving sort of lots of sugars or, okay. or to have too much after that. Um, and personally, I think it, it's very good again short term. But any sort of diet that cuts out vegetables <laughs> is it's not again it's not a long term yeah. thing. Yeah. And I think that you can do it again for a few weeks or whatever to help you lose the weight. But the problem is, is when anybody then starts eating carbohydrates, they will start putting on weight again because of the nature of the way the diet works. But they'll also start to retain a lot more fluid because with carbohydrates, you hold fluid. Ah, Oh, really? Oh, yes. That's one of the reasons why it works so well is you don't just drop 
fat, you actually drop a lot of fluid too. Okay. Um, just because of the way that you store carbs. Um, so again, something if you're going on holiday, you want to do briefly before yeah. you go before you go away. But don't forget that ultimately you're going to need to bring back in those vegetables so at how some do you, point. How do you do it? Like, how do you then bring back in some of the the carbs, some of those vegetables, some of those things that can be lead to you retaining more liquids and kind of feeling fat how do you how do you do it so that you don't put it all back on so if you look say on the atkins website there they actually have quite a good guided plan because that that is the nature of what atkins is around is you'd have phases so the first phase is very extreme you cut out carbohydrates to a much larger extent you totally cut out carbohydrate laden vegetables like broccoli and cauliflowers and things string beans and then the next phase would be you would add a few more carbs back in you usually through your vegetables and then the next stage is you would maybe add a few grains in and then the next stage is you're having a relatively low carbohydrate diet but you are eating like grains occasionally and you are eating your veg and that's probably the best way to do it but what most people do is they go really extreme they cut it out completely and then bang they've started to crave the carbs because they've not been eating it or they've been deprived of something and then they start back eating normally and they put a lot of weight back on and that's why we call it yo-yo dieting right which is that can't be healthy i mean i always wonder about people's hearts and other organs because of going to those extremes um there is research to suggest that anybody that does yo-yo diet at least they have times when they are being more restrictive or eating healthier uh, and that can be better than just being oh, really? overweight the entire oh, time okay so yo-yoing isn't as bad as we like to it's, think it's not great because psychologically it's affected nothing is as good as eating moderately and and something that is sustainable and not depriving yourself of anything mm. so that you can keep a healthy weight constantly and that can't be reinforced enough uh, anything that you do where there is sort of yo-yoing uh, to yeah. it is not as good as just sort of maintaining a, a healthy weight. But if you're going to be obese, say, or overweight for a prolonged period of time, yo-yoing is better than that because at least oh, you have okay. times where you do lose weight. Um, but psychologically, it's not great. Um, obviously, it's and it's it's not being at the healthy weight the entire time, is it? Yeah. So. It's what do you think about all these diet pills? You see them, you can buy these. Scary here. Yeah. Because you can buy them over the counter. Mm-hmm. I, 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 well, I, don't, I don't agree with them, James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's it. there's this new one. I, I, I was reading about this new diet pill out of, the, out of the U.S. that they're saying, you know, you can help you lose, you know, 12% of your body weight. What I don't even. I mean, what's it got in it? I, I don't, don't know. Do you put this on the crib sheet? And the, no, I didn't. I, I, I just, I just remember reading about it recently in the newspaper, and, and uh, I thought, hmm. So a lot of people abuse caffeine in order to try and drop weight. Really? and that Caffeine can, can help you lose weight? Yeah, because it effectively gets Something you geared like, up, like, doesn't it? It uh, oh, okay, increases yeah. your heart rate yeah. a little. Get jittery, though. I mean, you get, you get the jitters, but the jitters is the firing of your, your muscular system, which uses oh. energy. So, and some people do advocate within the health, the health um, and fitness industry, a little bit of caffeine in the morning, but a lot of people are very caffeine sensitive. It can make them feel very anxious. It makes them feel a bit jittery mm. um, and it can, it can actually affect their mental health because of the anxiety associated. Right. Uh, plus it can actually stop the way that you, your ability to think logically, a little bit of caffeine can help you think more logically and it'd yeah. be a little bit more alert. Too much caffeine takes it too extreme and you become so how do I explain you know that feeling like of euphoria yeah 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 you get so extreme that way that you actually can't think straight because you've had so much caffeine and you're a little bit too alert so caffeine is one way that people um 
have you sort of pills or because you yeah. can buy pro plus which is caffeine tablet or take too much um black coffee the other is thyroxine oh. so you know thyroxine which is something that you have in your body yeah. that it affects your metabolism it affects your energy levels and some people have got underactive or overactive thyroids which is what produces thyroxine i can't tell you how many people have approached me to prescribe it for them really to try and lose weight because if you do take an awful lot then yeah. and you don't increase your your appetite you don't increase your food intake it will really help you drop weight but has got huge huge serious side effects by like doing what, so what are some of the side effects like arrhythmias you can get really dangerous heart arrhythmias Whoa. so your heart goes so fast really that it stops beating how it should and it starts to flutter yikes um it can cause your eyes to sort of <laughs> uh, it's called exophthosis hang on that's not that's not correct pronunciation of that uh, i haven't dealt with anyone with it for a long time it's actually where your eyes effectively come out of their sockets a little bit yikes yeah so uh, you look hang on i'm gonna do my startled appearance yeah okay look, so you your look, eyes you just like kind this. of yeah. Wow. Again, you can get the shakes. Um, it can cause really bad diarrhea. Yikes. So there's lots of reasons why you shouldn't abuse thyroxine, but in Dubai it's available over the counter. And again, something that's really very, very dangerous oh, wow. um, to take. Anything else that people are kind of using? Uh, they're the, the two that I'm more familiar with. Okay. I'm sure there are lots of weird and wonderful things. Yeah. People, there's always advertisements online. That if you take goji berries enough, <laughs> oh, you yeah, drop weight. Berries. You take enough hibiscus, you will lost, lose weight. <laughs> the truth of that is, where's, where's the studies to show yeah. that they, they really do? And there's always a side effect. Oh, there is one more, James. Glucophage, which is metformin. Oh, I've heard of that one. It's, it's metformin is how it's medically referred to. And that effectively... It affects how your body stores sugar. Okay. So used in diabetes, really successful drug in diabetes, especially for those that are obese. However, can have quite large GI side effects. So um, And also skeletal side effects can cause, um, basically it causes great fatigue of your muscles. If you take it in really high doses, can affect your liver um, and it can make you feel absolutely terrible, can cause nausea, significant vomiting. Something they use in polycystic ovary syndrome as well. Oh. I've tried it before, makes me vomit. I've taken it for polycystic ovaries. And yeah, I can't take it without immediately throwing up. And, and they are side effects that become more tolerable as time goes on. But not something that should be taken unless yeah. you are diabetic. So I guess it's it's that whole thing. We're just looking for the magic, easy way. You know, I don't want to have to really change my diet too much. I just don't want to enjoy my diet cokes and i want to be able to have my you know glass of wine or two or three or four you know that, that kind of thing and you can though that's it you can <laughs> and you should that there is i don't i'm telling you that i'm doing something at the moment i'm saying it's for a short yeah. period of time i don't really believe in diets i do think they cause yo-yoing effects i think they yeah. cause psychological so just eat, problems just eat well in moderation i think that it's it you don't have to have a bottle of wine you can have a glass of wine Exactly. And anything that you deny from yourself, you will crave. Yeah. So the more that you deny, especially if it's huge uh, food groups, the more that you deny, you will crave. Now, there are some people that are a little bit different and they can do these things and have done them for years. I, my sister-in-law does not eat carbs. She really? hasn't, she hasn't done the entire no time I've known her. Nothing. Wow. Absolutely nothing. And she doesn't no potatoes, nothing. Really? Never I love has. my baked potatoes. She doesn't do baked she each doesn't know it. No like hash roast browns? potatoes? No roast James, potatoes? James, nothing. <laughs> that must be weird. Like, how does she, how do you sit down at a big family dinner and, you know, all that smell of, of, you know, rosemary on those baked potatoes sitting beside a roast and it's like, yeah, pass. 
because she doesn't think sugar agrees with her. Any oh. form of carbs agree with her. And she feels an awful lot better by not having them. Okay. And that's something that it's she's done. It's a mental done. thing, right? Yeah, but maybe okay. mental and maybe No, but I mean, it, I mean, maybe it is for real. But, I mean, the mental effect for her is yes. she just feels stronger, better, and, and happier with, with everything. And she's managed to sustain that for maybe 10 years of her life. That's so impressive. That's impressive. Well, that's somebody that it agrees with and she likes it and she does eat her vegetables. So it's not an extreme yeah. version of the diet. So it's something that works for her. And there are people that are outliers that yeah. everything we're saying doesn't <laughs> apply to. So if you feel good, you think it's something that's sustainable, that's fine. But I would say for the vast majority of people on that bell curve, just eat healthily and in moderation. And there are some really funky diets out there. <laughs> I mean, funky. I've done one where I only ate vegetable soup. Oh, gosh. James, there's so oh, many. I've done the cabbage soup one. Have you done? Oh, yeah, I mean, I nobody mean, around you likes it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have gas like anything. And then and then I, I got like bad diarrhea from that too, just because, but I mean, I've got my vegetable juice over here. I mean, because I do vegetable juices all the time. And I, I hope Neve doesn't see that juice and say, oh, I want some of that vegetable juice. She That's definitely will. I don't think anyone one. looks at your no, vegetable No, this is a juice. good one. I actually topped it up with some water today. This is this is just a carrot, cucumber, tomato juice. Yours, are, I'm really for the whole juice thing. I agree with it, but yours look really quite funky yeah, when you bring them in. I, it's it's a good one. I, I uh, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, is that <laughs> and I just drink them as sort of a it's sort of a, an in between with the water stuff, and it, it's kind of weird. You know what it does? Because uh, these ones are not actually juiced; these are the full pieces. Of, so it's just pure pureed stuff, and it's it kind of fills you up. So it actually yeah. So, and you're getting all that fiber in there, which I think kind of works for me. The other thing is, is that when you do eat properly and you eat whole foods, your body knows what to do with them and yeah. it does reduce that sort of increased appetite. One of the problems with things like Diet Coke or sugar generally, and even though this is a diet, it's full of sweetener, is your body doesn't really know when it's full right. and it starts to increase your cravings. So yes, do have, if you're really craving, as you say, a Whopper or a piece of chocolate, have a small piece, but <laughs> yeah. try not, if you go overboard with it, it will increase your desire to, to eat more sugar. A lot of people will think, right, well, I'm going to have a piece of chocolate, so therefore I won't eat my meal. But the problem with that is it gives you a huge sugar yeah. rush, but it doesn't actually fill up your stretch receptors of your stomach, so they're not fired, so your body still thinks, yeah. it doesn't realise it's had calories, but it's still very hungry. So not a great idea. There is an awful lot of things out there. A lot of papers that show intermittent fasting generally is really good for you. It can mm. reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. It reduces aging. Oh, really? um, they think it can generally help you live longer. However, it just it just isn't something that I have found that works for many people in the long term. For some, as I say, the outliers, it does. But if you start to skip meals, it can cause you to crave food to the extent that you end up overeating at your next meal yeah. so again yeah. give it a go but do it if you're going to do it just do it for short term or do it every now and again but not yeah. sort of for a lifestyle and, look, it, it, and like you said you know can you eat fried food every day well you probably shouldn't you know it's like there's other ways to make things but have some fried food like you know and and, and maybe it's a, a few french fries or that you know what fun for me is i just love hash browns <laughs> didn't know you had a thing you you love but you're like me you like potatoes oh i love potatoes i love potatoes all you know fried potatoes scallop potatoes baked, baked potatoes. potatoes you know i just love potatoes and and you start realizing oh man but you know i i can get over that craving if i you know in the morning just do a night one one thing of hash browns whether they're they're the hash brown patty which is always very nice because it's got that restaurant kind of taste to it or just some that are you know fried up and whatever 
I can just do one. And I, it's like, okay, I've got the craving has been solved and it, that, that wasn't so bad and I like it. But that's the way to do it, isn't it? I've done ketogenic diets before. Again, found them really successful. I've gone for a period of time, maybe six months where I've managed to do it. But the minute I crash and I maybe mm. have like a cheat day or yeah. I'm somewhere where it's inappropriate. Say you go for a meal at somebody's house and they've gone and made you some potatoes. <laughs> you feel rude not to eat them. Yeah. That's it. Then you go crazy. And all I can think about is potatoes, potatoes, yeah, potatoes. Yeah. And, and that's what you want to avoid. And I know I'm somebody that's very susceptible to that, where if I do go very extreme, I, I really crave what I can't have. And so right. for me, I know it's just not something that is going to be, uh, that I'm going to do. So whether yeah. it's intermittent fasting, whether it is cutting out large food groups, it's not something that works for me. I'm much better on something like the Mediterranean diet, which is effectively eating healthy, yeah. <laughs> including yeah, exactly. loads of fruit yeah, and vegetables just, exactly. into your diet. And there's also in the UK, we have the DASH diet, oh. which is the dietary approach to stop hypertension so okay. um it's for people it's actually prescribed by doctors to take if someone's got high blood pressure before you'd want to give them medication oh. and for people on medication it's advised okay and again if you look at the mediterranean diet the dash diet it, it's healthy living so it's having olive oils with your food yeah. avocados having fruits and vegetables etc okay. um you know it's, it's there's nothing radical to for me, it it's keeping the trigger foods away you know like i love my biscuits and so it was funny because we had two boxes of them sitting in the, in the house for weeks, maybe months, and I hadn't opened them. That's okay. They could sit there. Favorite biscuits. Opened them up, finished them all. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, uh, and it only took like, you know, they sat for there for months, 10 days, finished them all. So why not have one a day? I know. That was the thing. I probably should have just had one a day and just sort of said, you know what? I'm going to have one a day. Be perfect. But now I would sit down and, you know, you'd, you'd go in in the afternoon and have six. And then after I had the six, I was like, oh, I should have had six. You know, it, it didn't even feel good to have eaten those six. But I, and then, but yeah, one a day would have been perfect. And I think maybe I said, I'm going to, in the next time around, if I buy these things again, I'm going to go with that approach and just say one a day. And one's okay. But the fact that you did eat them all, you just have to rise it off and think, okay, that's done. Back on, back yeah. on to healthy living and tomorrow, it. and yeah. that's it. And that's what we did. It was, it was over ten. So for me, a lot of it's just keeping those trigger foods away, and then just realizing, okay, if they're there, have a, have just a, a nice amount, and you can make it work. You know, that, that's the thing is, it's when you try and compensate. Yeah. So I can't even begin to tell you how many times in my life I've taken this compensatory approach of I've eaten too much now. I therefore can't eat tomorrow. Yeah, or, that doesn't work. Yeah, or I'm going, the, the best one is, I'm going for dinner tonight, so I won't eat today. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, and all these, again, you're kind of like, you're trying to, it's like quid pro quo every yeah, time that you yeah. want to eat. or You're negotiating it, it. Exactly, and I just don't think that is a healthy approach to yeah. to, to life, um, especially not to your, to your eating. It's not kind to you. It's not kind to you mentally. You spend an awful lot of time talking to yourself about what you're eating and how you're eating yeah. the best way I think I've ever been was not long after I had the boys it was maybe about six months after and people kept saying gosh you know you've lost an awful lot of weight bearing in mind I didn't stop and I also was incredibly sleep deprived but it was probably the time of my life I was the most moderate okay. so 
I think I was just eating normally. I wasn't even. I think the thing is, I wasn't even thinking about it. Really, whereas just having loads of loads of vegetables uh, because I, I really like veg anyway, and I was allowing myself to have sweet treats here and there, uh-huh. and then would just carry on as as normal because because I didn't have yeah. the time to stress. Ah. Whereas when you give yourself so much time to stress and overthink about what you're eating, sometimes it can actually backfire. That's a really that's a, that's important. That's really cool, actually. I, I wish it could be like that all the time, but majority of the time I'm stressing and obsessing. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I just think... Just don't think about it. It's just like, you know what? I'm just going to eat normal. It's going to work. Yeah, to be honest, I've seen that that's been advertised in quite a few places and by quite a lot of social influences where you actually are at your best when you stop dieting. Yeah. So, you know, there's two things I, I come to mind. First of all, I find for myself, if I eat slow... I don't eat as much and I'm a fast eater. Like I'll just power through it. But if I really slow down, I find halfway through, I'm kind of full. Like, you know, you got a piece of meat in front of you. It's like, yeah, I really, I'm kind of full. Do I really need to eat the rest of this potato? No, I don't. I I don't. But I, so I got to really slow down. But then I get in the back of my mind, my parents saying, hey, finish all that food on your plate, you know? And it's, and I think I've finally gotten to that point in my life where I can say, if too much is on the place, like, yeah, well, 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 can you cut back the portion there a little bit, please? And eating slow, you just, you can't eat that much. And I found that that really works. That's part of mindful eating. And it's something that we try and teach children generally as yeah. well. It's not just about eating slowly, though that's really important so that you savor your food, you yeah. enjoy it, but also that you're not sat watching television whilst you're eating oh, yeah, or a- eating on the go. It should be we're sat down, we're having a meal, we're enjoying and appreciating our food and yeah. we can accept and understand when we, we are full. That was something we always did with our kids. Like there was never a standing, eating, fasting. We always had a sit down meal and you know sit down and we'd you know have a chat see what's going on that didn't mean the kids would always chat but we would you know it was no we're sitting down at the table we're you know half an hour 45 minutes we're eating and we're gonna eat together and that's so such a socially important thing as well as yeah as sort of if we're talking medical you know medically it's really great that you're teaching your children to eat properly and have proper meal times but also how what a great thing as a family well then you get to know what's going on with them too and you know and when they're in a bad mood when they're fighting it's like my dad wasn't one for he's not one for advice but one thing he did say to me is that you can't you can't really get involved with what who your children hang out with so it doesn't matter what you teach yeah. them they get in with a bad crowd it, it's yep. bad he said all you can do is have a family dinner once a day yeah and and open the channels for communication and that yeah. was like as i say he's not one for dishing <laughs> out the advice but i thought that was something yeah, yeah. to really but he's the exercise guy your dad's a stretcher he's the morning stretcher <laughs> god james you really do remember everything i don't remember you? the stretching yeah oh no he loves his stretching um and i when he was little i used to pull his chest hair out with my teeth whilst he was doing his deep <laughs> breath in and out I thought it was hilarious oh that's awesome he, less so anyway what, what are we at here do we have to do we need to wrap up I we need to wrap up James well, you know, I always know because sometimes you get that glazed look and I think god I've been gibbering on too much we, no <laughs> we, we never gibber too much but it, it's been it's been a lot of fun and Neve's been just so quiet she's just sleeping there she'll start screaming when we get to the car <laughs> <laughs> Doc Talk with Dr. Jenna Burton that's what you've been listening to it's Potaholics coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai in the podcast studio thanks we'll do, James thank you we'll talk to you again real soon Listen to more podcasts. That's all I want to say.